0: I've been working at Santa's workshop for a long time and thought I'd seen it all. That was until I learned that when you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can save hundreds on your wireless bill. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Internet required for mobile.
1: And you're on right now with Jim Dawgs, broadcasting on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Bringing you the news behind the news, the story behind the story. Here to convince you that reality is usually scoffed at, and illusion is usually king. But in the battle for the survival of this republic, it's going to be reality and not illusion or delusion that will determine the future. We're live on iHeartRadio, available on demand on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at RightNowJimDawes. Shoot me an email. The address is RightNowJimDawes at gmail.com. Or call the vent line and raise hell. That number is 772-245-0750. 772-245-0750. Oh, man. This move's this news cycle moves so fast you can hardly keep up. I took yesterday off to celebrate or mourn as the case may be my 60th birthday. Uh, the lovely Liz and I went out on the ocean and, uh, restocked the refrigerator. It wasn't a, it wasn't a boffo day of fishing. We got, uh, we got some, but I kept tying into these, uh, snappers, which you can't keep in Florida. I caught some big snappers, had some good fights, but, uh, but uh, didn't get to keep them. Big snappers. <laughs> Hurts your feelings uh, letting them go. But uh, the great Jeremy Leahy filled them for me yesterday and did an outstanding job. I appreciate that. Uh, you can always catch his show right here on Mojo 5 Standing ground with Jeremy Leahy. That's something you're going to want to put on your, uh, your must-listen list. But now I'm back. I've got a clearer head. <laughs> I'm not making as many stupid mistakes. Uh, I started... Commemorating my, uh, my over the hill birthday, um, uh, over the last weekend. And, uh, and the show got kind of ragged, uh, on Monday and Tuesday until Jeremy filled in for me and, and, uh, restored it. And now I am back feeling, uh, feeling clear eyed and, uh, clear minded. You know, it was just about a week ago that, uh, that the news media was declaring Donald Trump literally Hitler for um, invoking the Insurrection Act there in Washington, D.C. He he sent in in support of uh, the Metropolitan Police and the National Guard. He sent in uh, active duty military to protect our nation's treasured monuments and, uh, and allow uh, the MPD and the the uh, National Guard to, uh, you know, to do more in the area of riot control. He was immediately denounced. Of course, he's literally Hitler. He's a Nazi. And uh, and he he didn't invoke the Insurrection Act anyplace else. Although uh, we're now seeing that uh, certainly the Insurrection Act was called for and w- will have to be part of uh, the options going forward because. In uh Democrat City after Democrat City, and these are not your dad's Democrats. These are the woke Democrats, the millennials that have taken charge and uh and turned major cities in the United States over to the mob. We saw in Minneapolis uh, that the <laughs> the panty waste Jacob Fry, the mayor there, abandoned a police precinct, allowed it to be overrun by Antifa and Black Lives Matter revolutionaries and burned, burned to the ground. That sends a, a message loud and clear that uh, that you're not going to defend law and order when you allow your police precincts to burn to the ground. But, you know, was most certainly not just limited to Minneapolis. Um, that they've had police precincts uh, in other big Democrat cities also be abandoned and boarded up leaving the residents there to uh, to fend for themselves. And what's going on in Seattle, Washington right now is the very definition of insurrection exactly the type of occurrence that the Insurrection Act of 1807, I think it was, was put on the books to address. These Antifa and Black Lives Matter radicals have chased the police entirely out of a section of the city called Capitol Hill. It's a seven-block area. It's beautiful. Uh, Seattle was one one of our more lovely countries before the uh, the left turned it into another one of these Democrat assholes. But they've chased the police out of Capitol Hill. The police boarded up their police precinct and uh, and hit the road. And now this uh, this area has been uh, seized by the, the radicals nature abhors a vacuum and uh and if you leave an area uh you know without police protection somebody is going to take power and that has happened right there in capitol hill a uh a, a rapper a local rapper who's got a long criminal history and uh history of violence against women has uh has seized power and uh and armed his posse to put up barriers around Capitol Hill and uh, and checkpoints to make sure, uh, you know, no police are a- allowed to uh, to get in there without an armed confrontation. So I've got some clips here. This first is a news report about the police being chased out of Seattle, and um, it is uh, being brought well I'll just let you listen
2: we were made aware that there were several threats to burn down the East Precinct
1: this is actually a a, a recording from the uh, the police chief um, making her excuses for abandoning Capitol Hill
2: we were made aware that there were several threats to burn down the East Precinct as you know the East Precinct is not a freestanding building It is in fact connected to residential apartment buildings and to several businesses. We consulted with the Seattle Fire Department who informed us that if the East Precinct were to catch on fire that there is the possibility that the fire would spread and a very real possibility that those businesses and residences would be impacted. This would endanger firefighters, residents and businesses. We felt that the safest plan at the time was to secure the building and have our officers relocated.
1: <laughs> so, you hear reports that they're going to burn down the precinct and your solution is to abandon the precinct, not protect the precinct, not put in law enforcement to make sure that uh the the precinct that's attached to residential and business properties not be torched. Your or her solution is to uh, to get the heck out of Capitol Hill.
2: We would like to be able to return to the East Precinct to our normal operations. This would improve our response times and our capabilities within the neighborhood. It will allow our detectives to return and to work the criminal investigation cases that they are working.
1: Please, please, protesters, please, Chaz, Raz, whatever your name is, let us come back so we can start policing again pretty please
2: we need to formulate a plan where we could achieve that while providing for public safety we have been hearing commu- from community members that they have been subjected to barricades set up by the protesters with some armed individuals running them as checkpoints into the neighborhood while they have a constitutionally prot-
1: we hear really bad things are going on there and we need to formulate a plan
2: Protected right to bear arms, and while Washington is an open-carry state, there is no legal right for those arms to be used to intimidate community members. If someone feels threatened or intimidated, we ask that they call 911 and report the incident.
1: We'll take a report.
2: No one at these checkpoints has the legal authority to demand identification from anyone.
1: You just refuse to provide them that identification and and then you can call 911 and make a report.
2: Again, we ask if anyone is subjected to these demands that they call 911 and report the incident.
1: Well, it's going on, it's on video. You don't need somebody to report it. You know, there was a time when a hostile uh, force occupying a major portion of your city was not about negotiations or formulating a plan. You just moved in, arrested the lawbreakers and reclaimed your city. And you can't help but notice that all these leftists that are determined that, uh, you know, Trump not be able to build a wall on our Southern border. They're now building walls around their seized, uh, territory. So the, the cops are, are totally banished from that area. Anything that goes on in there is totally lawless. They're not answering calls. They're not going in. They're not trying to challenge these checkpoints. They're not pushing back on the revolutionaries, this insurrection that they've got going on. These uh, revolutionaries, Marxist revolutionaries, have also chased out TV crews and journalists, so you can't tell what's going on in there. Jay Inslee was having a news conference yesterday. He's the governor of Washington, and he was asked about all this, and his response was not quite what you would expect to hear from a governor who has lost a piece of his state to Marxist revolutionaries. Governor, I'd like to ask you
3: about what's going on in Seattle. There's this... uh called the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. What's your thought on that? The fact that the protesters have taken that over and
4: not allowing people to come and go freely? Right? Well, regarding the National Guard? Well, that's news to me, so I'll have to reserve any comment about it. I, I, have not, I have not heard anything about that.
1: I know nothing. I see nothing!
4: From any credible source. <laughs> not that you're not credible. It's just like, before I espouse an opinion i should know of which i speak
1: <laughs> you know so you've got the governor of washington state going out to hold a news conference nobody bothered apparently to tell him that that uh, part of your state has been seized and uh, and turned into an autonomous zone The power of pours a vacuum and, uh, in any time there is lawlessness on the street, uh, you're going to have somebody rise up. Uh, we've seen it again and again in these third world countries like Somalia and Afghanistan and many others, uh, you know, throughout Africa and the middle East, uh, you know, when the police are routed as they have been in so many of these Democrat cities, somebody is going to arise and, uh, take control. And then in, in, um, in Seattle uh this guy's name is Raz I've got a clip here I'm probably going to have to narrate it as it goes because it's uh well uh, I don't think we'll play a clip anyway so you've got this uh, autonomous zone now it's called Chaz the Capitol Hill autonomous zone and now this uh this rapper Raz Simone has declared himself To be uh, the law, he's got his uh, his crew armed, patrolling, and determining who can uh, go in and who can go out. It is the very definition of an insurrection. I mean, you know, we had a little bit of an experience with this back in the 1870s. He's stopping people, looking at their IDs, frisking them before he allows them in. And the Seattle Police Department, uh, led by this leftist mayor and police chief, are trying to formulate a plan. Well, what do we do? What do we do? It's not complicated. You, you go in there and you arrest the people who have seized a major portion of your city. Let me dip into this clip. I think this is Raz uh, declaring himself the law.
4: For us, and they have their firearms. So, just as a precaution, I was there. We went, We've been doing the umbrellas, but this guy just
1: shot. We've been doing the umbrellas. They they uh, they disguise these umbrellas. They put. They sharpen the points, and they uh, they carry them so you can identify who are the armed protesters, and they beat people with them.
4: Just shot us. So, if you're legal legally carrying and all that stuff at the edges, not to not to scare people, but. And and with your paperwork, I got mine in my pocket. Again, we don't want that. I really don't want that presence at all. But just watching someone get shot out here, I was there when he ran through the ran through the crowd, and I watched someone get shot. So I'm saying, if you do, that would be great if you were over
1: at. So his justification was, uh, the the mob had set upon a vehicle and was, uh, you know, trying to do what they do: break in, drag the driver out, and beat him. And this uh, this driver defended himself and that is his justification he says for seizing power Let's see if i got any more clips on this topic before we uh well here's a, a report from fox news on the ground there in uh the new people's republic of chaz
3: and this is the third night of what can only be described as a, a complete takeover of a seven-block area of a Seattle neighborhood. And we don't see a single police officer or city official anywhere, so it does appear as if the protesters are digging in for the long haul. Uh, they're calling it the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. I've also seen the name Free Capitol Hill. And right in the center of it is the Seattle Police Department's East Precinct. Police said today that they are boarded up and abandoned the building on Monday. After receiving a credible threat, that criminals within the protest group were planning to burn it down. They did. They're did. they planning to burn it down. Get the hell out of here. You people are on your own. Not say how cutting and running makes it safer. As we looked around the police-free zone today, we saw roughly 20 tents, lots of graffiti and barricades at each of the six entrances. There's also security guards. We noticed one had several ammunition clips. One of our fine uh, drug protesters here. Showing his uh, ignorance. A local station got video of several guards armed with assault rifles. They are asking for identification before letting people in. And police have received reports of the armed guards demanding money from some businesses inside their area. So they've uh, they've started levying taxes in the, uh,
1: the People's Republic of Chaz, too. They're going around to businesses and shaking them down. Not surprising. That's how warlords work. When you take... Uh, property when you take a section of uh, of city and uh, the the previous government abandons it you gotta you gotta uh, fund that you got to feed your army you got to provide um, you know services <laughs> it is the definition of insurrection i'm going to go back to this clip
3: We also saw people passing out food in what they call a no-cop co-op. And they made a long list of demands. We have a full screen. can show you at least some of them. Among them, abolish the Seattle Police Department and the court system, disarm all cops until they are all fired, and abolish youth jails. So so
1: what we demand is that you uh, dismantle any authority that would be able to oppose us. This... This is secession. Uh, We we fought a a little bit of a war over that one time. And if you're looking toward well, I gotta run out to a break and I'll be right back. Stick with me. the health insurance hotline today. Learn how this 10-minute call can help you get lower health insurance rates. This is a free service to help consumers learn the laws to help them qualify for lower health insurance rates. So call right now to learn more.
4: 800-605-1679. 800-605-1679. 800-605-1679. That's 800-605-1679. Paid for by GoHealth
1: nature abhors a vacuum and uh, you know the protesters have been watching the government's response to these protests (laughs) riots hidden by protests across this country for two weeks now and the absolute impotent response by these leftist mayors and governors and so they've decided to start start seizing territory right there in Seattle i think it's going on in other areas of the country too but this uh, this this case in seattle is the most stark seattle's mayor leftist jenny dunken encouraged this takeover when she proclaimed that keeping demonstrations peaceful at this point must be a joint effort between our community members and law enforcement and I'm hopeful that tonight these operational changes are with these operational changes our city can peacefully come together of course these operational changes that she was speaking of was uh, just letting these these thugs and marxists overrun her city Seattle, along with Portland and San Francisco, are the, and Chicago, by the way, are these hotbeds of, of Marxist strongholds. And, you know, it's tempting to call for the president to invoke the insurrection act and put down this rebellion. I'm, I'm thinking that maybe we ought to just let Seattle and Portland and San Francisco and Chicago just stew in their own uh, left-wing poisonous stew. Just let them have what they've demanded. And then the suburbanites that surround these cities will start wondering, is is this the wokeness that I've been told about? Is this going to come to my neighborhoods too? And who is better to protect me, the the left-wing Democrats that have caved to the mob or somebody that's willing to stand up for law and order. So, you know, it's a controversial position to just let these, uh, these cities just deal with it. But if Trump talks about invoking the insurrection act to restore law and order, he's shouted down as Hitler. So by the the same people who have lost controls of their cities. But if you want to, you know, subvert the Constitution, if you want to support leftists that are calling to defund the police while at the same time looting and burning, maybe you just need to get a good dose of that good and hard. In Texas, of all places, there's a Texas House candidate and, uh she was on uh, one of these zoom calls and said that uh, well it, on the roof when we- it may be bad but maybe maybe we just need to let them loot and burn
5: we marched in Dallas uh, you know a couple weeks you know a week ago they had they had snipers on the roof what the hell you got snipers on the roof for in a peaceful march even if people loot so what burn it to the ground if, you know if that's what it's going to take
1: to fix our nation I know people Burn it to the ground, if that's what it's going to take to fix our nation. Why have they got snipers on the roof in Dallas? Apparently, uh, this woman's not old enough to remember, what, four years ago? When one of these peaceful protests, mostly peaceful protests in Dallas, Texas, resulted in the shooting of 14 Dallas police officers. Why have they got snipers on the roof? Five of those police officers died. As a result of this same kind of stuff, and she wants to know why in the world have they got snipers on the roof?
5: Snipers on the roof. When we marched in Dallas, uh, you know, a couple of week, you know, a week ago, they had they had snipers on the roof. What the hell you got snipers on the roof for in a peaceful march? Even if people loot, so what? Burn it to the ground. If, you know, if that's what it's going to take to fix our nation, I
1: know people want. Now that's a candidate, a Democrat candidate. You would, she won the primary there in Texas saying, let them loot, let them burn it to the ground. If that's what it's ta- it takes. So yeah, I'm kind of of the opinion that we ought to just let Seattle and Portland, San Francisco, and Chicago just stew in their own excrement. We've seen while all of this is going on that, uh, citizens across the country And even in these leftist fiefdoms have gotten the message loud and clear there are two million new first-time gun owners in the first half of this year alone. They're getting the message loud and clear that you're on your own. When it comes to political correctness, these Democrat mayors and governors will not protect you. They're woke part of that wokeness means abandoning you to the mob got to run out to a break when we come back we're gonna try to put all of this in context i tried on tuesday and it was a little overwhelming i'm going to try again stick with us we'll be right back on right now with jim dawes on the mojo 5 radio network and you're back on right now with jim dawes on the mojo 50 radio network your daily journal of news politics and culture from an american nationalist perspective So on Tuesday's show, I, I struggled to try to put all of this into context and perspective. And uh, I don't think, well, I'm not satisfied with, at all with the job I did. I've been thinking about it a lot. When we, was, when we were out fishing yesterday, I was, I was thinking about, you know, what we have seen in these three years of the Trump presidency is the, the deep state establishment and, the, uh, and their mouthpieces in the, the news that are owned by these big multinational corporations and then social media. Have uh, have kept a steady, chaotic drumbeat. Everything Donald Trump does is proof of his racism and his uh, his uh, fascist nature, and he has to be removed. We can't take four more years of this, declares Joe Biden. Although we had forty years of Joe Biden, and uh, and that was an absolute disaster for the actual interests of the American people. They never cite. Any of these instances where Donald Trump is a racist or an authoritarian, but, you know, it's it's enough for them to make the charge because they're not going to be asked to explain it because the media is on their side. But just, you know, going back to the beginning of this year, uh, six months ago, you know, we were mired in the impeachment frenzy that took our eye entirely off the ball uh, where the chairman Of the House Intelligence Committee, instead of, you know, having his eye on what was coming out of China, had his eye on trying to get Trump out of the White House. And I just wonder if people really think that this impeachment and then this Corona gulag where they locked everybody down, destroyed businesses, jobs, the economy that was Donald Trump's best rationale for reelection. And now these, these riots in the streets, if they think that these are just entirely random events, why did these pre-planned and synchronized riots shoot up across this country in response to, you know, an instance of police brutality? When, when, uh, you know, with 18,000 police officers, you can always find some Isolated incidents of police r- brutality. Why now have we deified George Floyd and decided that uh, we're going to turn over these Democrat cities to the mobs? Was it because the coronavirus hysteria had failed? Was it because impeachment failed? Why did this impeachment suddenly arise? Because Russia Gate failed. Why did Russia Gate uh, arise? Well, it was coordinated and engined uh, up entirely out of whole cloth by the Democrat Party. And they lost the 2016 election, and they did exactly what they told us they were going to do. They embarked on a unrelenting jihad against this nation to try to convince them that if if you dare elect an America first patriot, if you dare... Challenge our administrative state in Washington, D.C. If you dare try to disrupt our globalist world order, then this is the price you're going to pay. And just in 2020, the Democrats have managed to to gin up a pandemic that we were told was going to kill 2.2 million people. The death toll, they claim, is 100,000 now, but... You know, that's adding everybody in that died or would have died regardless of the coronavirus. If they were infected, even if they were hit by a car, if they had the coronavirus, it was put down as a coronavirus death. And, you know, these nursing homes, a lot of them are sort of end life care. So it's. Yeah, I mean, uh, the coronavirus may have gotten them in the nursing homes that the Democrat governor's. Made damn sure. Got infected. In New York, and Michigan, and New Jersey, and and many uh, Illinois, and many other uh, states, uh, these Democrat governors demanded that nursing homes accept patients that had been infected instead of sending those patients, where all of the other coronavirus patients were being treated. And they have uh, they have chalked up every every death possible to the coronavirus, demanding more testing. Although the you know, testing, if you really look at it, is not a very effective preventative because even if you test negative now, you may test positive tomorrow. But what we're seeing here is nothing short of a, a program. This, this is a tactic that's been practiced again and again by Marxists, first in Russia and then in China and then in Cuba, now in Venezuela, where they move in, they undermine uh, the existing authority, law and order. They demand that the police stand down and stand back. In this country, they're, uh, they're accusing them of being racist, despite the fact that you know a, a white suspect is more likely, by 25%, be shot and killed by police than a black suspect and that a black or Hispanic police officer is more likely to shoot you than a white police officer. They're they're saying that this is all in the name of racism, America on your knees. You need to bow. And that should be the election slogan that the Democrats take in America on your knees. But you know, Vladimir Lenin, in April of two of uh, nineteen seventeen, was demanding that the police forces be dissolved right ahead of the communist revolution. And unlike the Bolsheviks in Russia, what well, we've we've got three separate organizations besieging our uh, our governments. We've got China. Who I believe purposely deployed uh, this virus throughout the world. You know, I mean, I don't think it's in doubt, really. They banned travel, internal travel from Wuhan, while at the same time allowing Wuhan residents to fly internationally. 400,000 of them uh, flew to the United States. But we've got China, we've got George Soros and his Black Lives Matter and Democrat Socialists of America. We've got Democrat Socialists in our Congress. And the Democrat Party, which is, uh, you know, got their own shock troops out there on the street in the form of Antifa. Antifa. So, yeah, we've got anarchy and lawlessness, but it is not without a point. It is not without... A plan there is communist terror on the streets. It's been premeditated. it's coordinated. Don't confuse what appears to be an ideological incoherence from them as lack of organization. It's just they're creating chaos they're They're laying the groundwork for the takeover. Of our government. If you study history, if you look at the Cultural Revolution in China, it bears striking resemblance to what's going on in this country. This cancel culture. If you, if you speak out, if you don't toe the Marxist line, you'll lose your career. You'll be banished. You will, you will submit. Or you will be punished. You will take a knee, and and now they're they're trying to claim that their whole defund the police movement. Well, that really doesn't mean what it says. It means just taking money away from the police and giving it to 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 the left to to our community organizations and our uh, you know so we can have that that patronage. And it is in fact, you know, I think they know that you can't have a country without police, but what they want to do is fire the existing police forces and bring in their leftist activists to wear those badges and carry those guns so that they can impose the social order that, that they want to see. They won't be, you know, punishing actual lawlessness. They'll be making sure that nobody deviates from their Marxist line. And another one of the, th- the, the uh, tactics of these Marxist revolutionaries is to dis- destroy people's history. And we're now seeing that. They're attacking um, Confederate monuments in Virginia. The, the blackface Governor Northrum, blackface KKK, we don't know which of those, uh, those characters in that picture was him, but he was either wearing blackface or a Klan outfit. He is, uh, he is now on the vanguard of removing any history of the civil war by taking down statues of, uh, Robert E. Lee and, uh, and, in cities across this country, you, you've seen, uh, the, the, uh, authorities step back and allow these, uh, these rioters to destroy Confederate memorials. <laughs> there was a, uh, an instance of uh, them pulling down a Confederate statue that landed right on one of the protesters heads, cracked his skull open and, uh, he is in critical condition. I don't want to say that I'm happy about that, but I'm not that sad about it either. And now Nancy Pelosi is demanding that, uh, any statues in our nation's capital that, uh, or, you know, f- uh, from Confederates, they have to be removed, and all of the military bases that are named after any Confederate uh, generals, they have to be renamed. And if you thought it was going to end there, uh, you're mistaken. That's, that's their first step, because it, it won't stop at Robert E. Lee. It'll go on to include um, Washington and Jefferson, and if you don't believe me, here's a clip from CNN. CNN. Where Angela Ray calls for just that
0: it was already multicultural there were already Latinos there were already black people so if we're going to relitigate history let's start with that
5: is it is it about statues and monuments I I know you saw the interview I did with Corey Stewart Mm -hmm. who's trying to run for a Senate seat there in Virginia and he he makes the case that it is about statues and monuments and everyone's trying to make it about something else.
3: I think that we have to get to the heart of the problem here and the heart of the problem is the way in which many of us were taught American history. American history is not all glorious and and even though I love John to death I couldn't disagree more about George Washington. George Washington was a slave owner and we need to call slave owners out for what they are. Whether we think they were protecting American freedom or not he wasn't protecting my freedom. I wasn't someone who my ancestors weren't deemed human beings to him and so to me, I don't care if it's a George Washington statue or a Thomas Jefferson statue or a Robert E. Lee statue. They all need to come down. There is a way that we can recognize yeah, Angela, you and appreciate. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not finished, John. You're, 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 no. you're feeding but I'm not, but I'm into not, but I'm Steve not, but and but not, talking points. No, 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 but I'm not. But I'm not. But I'm not, John. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish <laughs> my sorry. point. Yeah, you're
1: not supposed to say that, yes, says the, uh, the other panel member that's uh, calling in on Zoom with a Black Lives Matter poster behind him. Don't tip your hand. Right now, it's, it's getting people used to having their monuments taken down. Then we'll move on to the Lincoln Memorial and the, the um, Washington Monument on the Mall. If you think it's going to stop there, you just haven't been watching the histories of these Marxist revolutions. We've got to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Mojo
0: Attention homeowners that have ever had a broken appliance. (laughs) That's a joke, right? We've all had broken appliances. I own a home just like you and have found a way for as little as a dollar a day to have all the major appliances in my home on a warranty plan. They're guaranteed to be fixed or replaced. You know how expensive an air conditioner, the heating system, a washing machine, dryer, water heater, or refrigerator can be. For about a dollar a day, all your major appliances are protected in case they break. Unless you're uh, Daddy Warbucks or the Monopoly guy and you don't care about money, call my friends at the Home Service Club now and get a warranty on your major appliances. It's a free call and the first month is free. But be one of the first 25 people to call within the next 10 minutes.
4: 800-255-4940. 800-255-4940. 800-255-4940 that's 800 255
2: 4940
1: so in all of these marxist revolutions we have always seen this cultural attack on the uh, on the existing order we're seeing that now here with this cancel culture the cancel culture that you're seeing that's just getting rolling, where people are being deplatformed, censored, losing their jobs, their livelihoods, having their families attacked, demanding that they take a knee and that they apologize. It's exactly what you saw in, the, in Mao's cultural revolution and, and Lenin and Stalin's cultural revolution in Russia and in Castro's cultural revolution in Cuba. They're following the playbook. The playbook. In this case, was put out by Saul Alinsky right there in uh, the home of the Communist Party USA in Chicago. They're following that. They're they're questioning everything. They've they've entirely rewritten American history to say that the America wasn't founded in 1776. It was founded in 1619, when the first slave was brought to these shores. And it's based on a massive lie that. That Europeans, white people, were particularly guilty for the slave trade when, in the reality of it, Europeans were involved in the slave trade for a, a very short period of time about 300 years. They participated in a culture of slavery that had gone on in, the, in Africa and in the Middle East for thousands of years. And they were the ones, the Europeans, to outlaw slavery by um, by by prohibiting the the uh, slave trade on the high seas and abolishing it in uh, in the countries that we control, but you're not allowed to say that kind of stuff. If you do, they will censor you, deplatform you, try to get you fired, ruin your life. And uh one of the saddest examples of this, illustrations of this, is how they have turned Drew Brees into um you know, one of these these groveling um surrender monkeys. He uh he had the the courage to say that he does, you know, that while the country has problems, that we should all uh be able to celebrate the good parts of this country and and he doesn't support uh, disrespect for the flag here he was originally before uh... the marxist cancel culture got a hold of him
4: so every time i stand with my hand over my heart looking at that flag and singing the national anthem that's what i think about and in many cases it brings me to tears thinking about all that has been sacrificed not just those in the military But for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better. And that we are all part of the solution.
1: I mean that is exactly how most people black and white in this country feel but that is uh, a, a verboten taboo now you're not allowed to say that i support the flag and that i support the things that unite us in this country that is getting in the way of their revolution and so drew Brees was attacked and the next time he came to the microphone he was uh he was cowed. He was submitted. He had given over to the mob.
4: I know there's not much that I can say that would make things any better right now. But I just want you to see in my eyes how sorry I am for the comments that I made yesterday. I know that it hurt many people.
1: Less than 24 hours. He went from standing up for the flag as a, a uniting uh, demonstration, and I will not disrespect the flag, to I apologize and I, I know that I hurt people's feelings. That's, that's their, uh, their club that they beat you with. Oh, you're hurting my feelings. This is very hurtful. Especially
4: friends, teammates, former teammates, loved ones, people that I care and, and respect deeply. That was never my intention. I wish I would have laid out what was on my heart in regards to the George Floyd murder. Ahmaud Arbery, the years and years of social injustice, police brutality, and the need for so much reform and change
1: in regards to legislation
4: and so many other things.
1: Why is it necessary to disrespect the flag and disrespect the national anthem to achieve the change that Drew Brees speaks of? Why? Because the ultimate goal is to overturn this country. And it wasn't just Drew Brees over on uh, TNT Sports. Ernie Johnson, I knew Ernie Johnson's father, who was also named Ernie Johnson. No, Uh, I'm a bit confused. Yeah, I think his dad's name was Ernie Johnson too. Um, Used to broadcast for the Braves. Uh, Ernie Johnson jumped on the Marxist train as well the
0: military background in your family. And, you know, I have that too. And, um, a dad who's a Marine, uh, who was a Marine and, and I can see the flag at my mother's house now, the the flag that they folded, um, at his funeral and handed to her. Um, and I see that every time I go to the house. Here's, here's the situation. Um,
1: He's trying to formulate his thoughts. How can I grovel and kowtow sufficiently to satisfy the woke mob?
0: You can fly the flag at your house. You can salute the flag. You can revere the flag. Uh, You can respect the flag.
1: Oh, thank you, Ernie Johnson. Thank you for allowing us to fly the flag and revere the flag.
0: You can fly the flag at your house. You can salute the flag. You can revere the flag. Uh, you can respect the flag Um, and all of those are fine what you cannot do is use the flag as a
4: blindfold
1: oh boy he had a home run for the cultural marxists he is he is the very model of the kowtow culture michael wilborn on espn here's what he had to say drew Brees then apologized a long and profuse apology. Do you think now this is a prolonged and profuse self-flagellation behind him?
0: No, no, Tony, I don't. Um, And I don't want this to land all on Drew Brees. I I believe the apology. I believe it was as sincere and as heartfelt as he could possibly be. And it reflects that. That's not my point today, and I'm angry today, Tom. That's not enough. Because even Drew Brees in his apology, he doesn't address what it was that ticked off so many
1: people, including me. Because you can't figure out what ticked off so many people, including you. All he said was we need to separate love for country and respect for the flag from any reforms. We need to make that a unifying symbol. It's exactly the same stuff. Exactly the same stuff that uh, that took place in the cultural revolutions, uh, the historic cultural Marxist revolutions. You saw the story uh, from the LA Galaxy, which is a uh, probably the uh, highest grossing um, team in uh, Major League Soccer. They fired a, a player because his wife had. Retweeted or, or simply liked some impolitic uh, posts on Twitter. He wasn't even home at the time. His wife is named Tia Katani. His name is Alexander Katani. He's a, a, a Serbian nationalist. They called him into the club and uh, they made him apologize and grovel and disown his own wife. And then that wasn't enough. After he had had his career destroyed and made to apologize, they fired him anyway. So just like in, uh, in the Soviet Union and Russia and China, you are guilty for the sins of your family. Even after you denounce your own family. This is all leading to one place. It's le- leading to gulags and re-education camps. They're canceling any shows that don't align with their their Marxist worldview. They've canceled cops, been on the air for 30 years. They have taken down any, um, any uh, streaming services with Gone with the Wind in it out in California at the university of California, Los Angeles, UCLA, they're busy canceling a professor named Gordon Klein, because he refused to allow, um, black students to, uh, to opt out of the finals. He was threatened as a result. He had to be uh, suspended and now, um, the next thing you will see in the coming days will be UCLA will fire this guy because he won't be allowed on campus. It'll be too disruptive. You know, one of the places you've seen uh, an illustration of the cancel culture is at the Drudge Report. In 2016, the Drudge Report was, uh, was all behind Donald Trump. But Matt Drudge, if anything, is a... a an astute businessman. And he knew about halfway through this, that uh, his site was going to be deplatformed and he was going to, uh, to lose his business. If he didn't start conforming to the mob. And now if you go over to the Drudge report, it is, it is a, uh, an online aggregator that, reminds you of m s n b c totally anti trump totally pro wokeness just story after story that um that's uh trying to, to make sure that donald trump doesn't get reelected mm 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 well, I tried to put it all into perspective. I don't know, you know, how good a job I did. Uh, it, it, may, it may be more than you can say in a one-hour show. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, develops out in Seattle over the coming days, if uh, the authorities are going to try to reassert control over the free nation of Chaz. And when it does, you'll hear about it right here on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five Zero Radio Network. So, come back tomorrow. We'll see what happens. We'll talk to you then.
0: When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is...
3: Hmm, what's the word?
0: ...delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit amazon.com slash hyundai, or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.
5: This episode is sponsored by Schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanscom backslash yum for details.